Hello, you are listening to Freedom in Christianity, a blog and podcast by Father Anthony Paul. Freedom in Christianity is focused on exploring the faith as seen through the love of God, which comes only by freedom. Father Anthony Paul is a priest of the Coptic Orthodox Diocese of Los Angeles and a member of the St. Paul Brotherhood. This podcast is brought to you by Anaphora Radio. And now, Father Anthony Paul. Mishwetu. It's not the time. When war breaks out, it's really not the time to be opinionated. Forgive me as the tone of this blog or podcast is definitely more assertive and authoritative than my normal tone. At the same time, I don't really intend to be authoritative. I don't have the right to do that. And I'm not telling anyone to do anything of my own self. Instead, I'm reflecting on our reaction to things. The problem that I'm dialoguing with is speaking out of season. I've been evasive about writing or speaking about COVID and its effect because honestly, I'm over it. (laughs) I cannot, however, deny that this blog isn't influenced by that. This blog goes hand in hand with another blog or podcast of divisive language in the church, but is just more specific to the situation. So some examples. First example, sanctity and reverence. A video has gone viral of what appears to be priests somewhere giving drive-through communion to their congregation. Let me list some facts. Someone videotaped it. Someone posted it on social media. Numerous people reacted in various ways, but the only kinds that I saw that, that I received personally were, look at how not spiritual those priests are for treating Eucharist with contempt. Ha ha ha, the future of the church. Can we do drive through confession as well? Uh, what kind of priests are those? Do they really have such little regard for the Eucharist? Guys, it's not the time. Mishwetu. The church is going through a crisis, like the rest of the world is, because the church is in and part of the world. Is this the time to, from the discomfort or comfort of your home, literally, to sit there and criticize? Is this the time to give your opinions or to find a way to help? So let's play the what if game. Looked at in a very different way, those priests, if the video is even real, could easily say, this is not contempt. But because of how much we value Eucharist, we are adamant that everyone that we can allow to partake, partake, even if this is not the ideal. If drive through confession becomes the only way in which people can legally partake in such a necessary sacrament, then yes, we'll consider it. Or what if they respond saying, we regard Eucharist as so vitally important that the idea of not allowing the people to partake is unbearable. I will commune them even in this way, not out of contempt, but because of the opposite. I am not in any way, shape, or form giving my own opinion on the matter. I'm not. Honestly, I'm putting both sides only to convey that when everyone functions from the operative that their own views and responses are absolutely correct, there's an ego issue going on. But more importantly, it's not the time. Mishwetu. Is this the time to evaluate everything? 
The church has a system. Those priests have bishops to whom they answer. Let them answer to their bishops, not to you. The middle of a crisis is not the time to be evaluating the responses and outcomes. Second example, emotionalism. Some churches are allowing more people to sign up for liturgy attendance. Other priests are saying they will not. Still others are saying, until my people can commune, I will not commune. Others are saying, if I can get it to anyone at all, I will get it to anyone at all. Reactions to this, and I don't mean internal reactions, I mean verbal and written expressions on social media. Yeah, I bet the richest people will be the ones to get into the church. Of course our priest isn't allowing us to commute. To him this is totally vacation. Story of his life. Look how bad the priests are who are giving out communion. They don't care about their people or their safety the way that our priest cares about his people. They should be spoken to. Thank God our priest is actually spiritual and socially responsible. Our priest is a saint putting his life out to get communion to everyone. Too bad others don't have a priest like ours. Or, our priest is messed up. He's breaking the law and someone should put him in his place. Guys, it's not the time. Mishwato. Your personal feelings about your priest and other priests, this isn't the time to air them. There's a crisis going on, and every person, cleric or lady, is struggling with what to do. Each person has a conscience to which, to some extent, they are accountable. Who are you, or I, or I, to take the opportunity to pontificate our personal emotional response as though we are right, as though we understand, as though we know all the circumstances in which the priest finds himself. Let's play the what-if game again. What if the priest is himself immunocompromised? Or knows someone who died because of someone's carelessness and is afraid of killing people? Or really just doesn't want to do any work during this time and appear outwardly spiritual? Or feels so guilty that he's able to receive Eucharist that he's looking for ways of making sure that even a handful of people receive it as well. There's a whole bunch of scenarios, positive and negative. I'm not trying to defend, agree, or disagree. I'm not. But to say, neither you nor I know all the details of anyone's situations. So we should not draw out blanket statements about what we think is going on. More importantly, it's not the time. Mishwetu. This is not the time for us to criticize everything that anyone is doing. We are in a hard situation, all of us. It's not the time to bring your personal grievances to the forefront of a public crisis. Third example, armchair preachers and theologians. So, a video of how to take the body and the blood was circulated. It showed methods of how to tilt your head to receive Eucharist without touching Buna's hand or the spoon, the mystir. Some reactions included, 
It's about time someone acknowledged that Eucharist can make you sick. It does have physical properties after all. I can't believe they're suggesting that Eucharist can make you sick. This video shows what lack of faith the hierarchs themselves have and the people who follow this. I will refuse to partake in protest. This is the dumbest video I have ever seen. Thank God this video finally came out. We really needed someone to teach others a lesson. This is why I've been saying for years that the hierarchs are so theologically uneducated. I could go on because there were very many reactions to this one. I'll refrain for the sake of my own peace. Let's play what if. What if the point is not that Eucharist can make you sick, but that some people are very afraid of contact and this method helps a person have more peace? In other words, what if it's a pastoral response? not a theological one per se. What if the hierarchs are not suggesting that by the technique that the Eucharist can make you sick, or that the hierarchs are doing this in economia as an act of mercy? I'm not actually going to respond to all the what-ifs or list all the what-ifs, because in this example, what I wish to comment is not the video or the intention actually even of um, the making of the video. Instead, it's the mentality exhibited in the response when you use this as your time to commentate and teach you're freeloading off of a terrible situation for whatever for whatever ambition you have you assume to know the mindset and factors that went into whatever proclamation is made and start speaking absolutely as my own bishop asked in a clergy meeting why do we smell the wine and inspect the bread in liturgy because we want to make sure that we don't consume rotten or spoiled wine or bread. The church always cares about the safety and health of those present. Why am I citing this response? To show that it is conceivable that someone is doing something that you interpret to be for some reason, for a totally different reason. It's not the time, Mishweto, to act as an armchair theologian. Nor is the time to point out which person you've always to be, nor is it the time to point out which person you've always believed to be unillumined or unenlightened. This is not the time for you to give your preaching from your armchair about Eucharist with a critical lens. It's not the time. Mishweto. The point of all of this is not to rant. Imagine if your friend is in ICU and there's a big debate going on about whether or not to remove the ventilator, will you sit there commenting about how poor the menu for patients is at the hospital? It's not the time. Imagine if you're in the middle of a family financial crisis and you ask your dad to buy you a new car. It's not the time. Consider the situation where your dad is accused of a crime. And you believe that he had it coming. When your dad is being processed at the jail, it's not the time to tell him that. So even if you think that you saw it coming, even if you think we're all messed up, it's not the time. Mishwetu. I would say, even if you're right, it's not the time at all. Mish wa'tu khalis.
Our Lord rarely called out the wrong he saw in the world during his earthly life. He did sometimes. And I'm not suggesting that there's never a time to speak. I'm saying this is not the time for certain kinds of reactions. So what should we do? Well, as Christians, we're called to have Christian responses at all times. We need to behave as our Lord did at all times. Before criticizing, before commenting, before saying or stating your views on everything, ask yourself, why am I speaking? Is it my place to speak? Was I asked to speak? What am I assuming about the people or the circumstances that I'm speaking about? Do I even know if I'm right? Will speaking or what I wish to say bring anyone more peace? Will what I say cause anyone unholy or undue distress, anguish, or frustration? Am I massaging my ego or self-denial with what I say? Are my intentions holy? Am I pontificating or dialoguing? Is it the right time to have this dialogue? There are many other questions, but those are a starting point. Reflect on this before you speak. Reflect on this verse before you speak. For everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. What's my point? Honestly, this is not a message to laity from a clergyman. This is as much relevant to myself and other clergy because clergy are guilty of this, perhaps more guilty of this than everyone. We are a family. When a family has a crisis, we should be supportive of one another and refrain from provocations so that we can navigate through the crisis. Our leaders are being quite literally forced into very difficult situations that are exceptionally difficult to navigate. They could use our support more than our cynicism. Our people can use comfort instead of antagonism. We could all enjoy peace more than animosity. I also mean this beyond church issues. I've used church examples in this blog or podcast, but we should reflect on everything. This is not the time to be mean to my parents, kids, spouse, or siblings. Now is not the time to be demanding, to be demanding things in the house, money, attention, anything. Now is the time to give, not to demand. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, St. Paul says, think about these things. All of us could use a lot of love and prayer right now. We should all be, as Christ taught us, serving 
one another. It's always the time for that. May God grant us all a spirit of unity, humility, and love. We hope that you have enjoyed and been edified by today's episode. If you have any questions and wish to reach Father Anthony Paul, please send an email to ap at freedominchristianity.com. Thank you for listening to Anaphora Radio. 